we are all natural-born storytellers, whether you think of yourself that way or not. The stories that mold and shape our lives oftentimes become foundational parts of our growth, healing, and even generational experiences. Welcome to Awaken Your Soul, a storytelling podcast that shares moments of awakening, trials and tribulations, truth, and vulnerability in the words and voice of the featured storyteller. And now, a life-changing story from this week's guest. Do you have the level of financial wellness in your life that you desire? Are you able to live the dreams that you hold? Is money something that holds you back from living the life that you desire? My name is Katrina Ellis. And I'm the founder of the Financial Wellness Academy, Premier Property Solutions, and Ruby Property Solutions. All of these companies have been started in the last few years. Out of necessity, when I found myself in a position of total financial dependence. I'm going to share with you a little bit of my story. And my intention is that by sharing my story, I will inspire and motivate you, regardless of your current circumstances, to know and to truly know that you too can change your circumstances also, regardless of your current circumstances. So my story begins in 2015. I had three small children at that stage, and we lived in a beautiful house in the middle of the countryside. Looking from the outside in, it looked like we had an amazing life. We had lots of space for the children to run around in a safe area. However, the reality inside was very different. We had two 100% mortgages and one income. On the morning of my children's birthday party, two letters landed on our doorstep. They were from our bank advising us that both our mortgages had increased by half a percent, percent, despite the fact that there was no movement in interest rates elsewhere. This was purely a move by the bank to recover some losses from the previous years. This event really frightened me. And instead of being present at my children's party, I spent a lot of that day in my head, worrying and stressing about how we were going to make these payments. Having done some quick calculations, I figured that we could just about absorb what had happened. But if they were to do that again and again, that would tip us over the edge. So it really felt like financial desperation. Ends were just about meeting. We were able to cover our expenses, but just barely. And our quality of life didn't really feel like anything to shout about. So I realized at that moment that something needed to change. And despite the fact that I had a really solid background in the banking industry and very comfortable with numbers, I found myself in this position. I committed at that stage 
to change. I knew there had to be a better way. It wasn't apparent at that point in time, but I just knew instinctively a deep knowing something had to change and there was a solution. So I set about finding a better way. And on that search, I met an amazing mentor who is still my mentor to this day. She has been an amazing source of inspiration to me. And I started to learn about how I can create true wealth that lasts, that doesn't compromise my values, my soul, is very much aligned to how I want to live. And my life has totally transformed. It's just a few short years since that event happened. And on the realization that something needs to change, I started by reading books about creating wealth. And there are lots of amazing books out of there. Two of my favorites are The Wealth Chef by Anne Wilson and Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I started to fill my mind with different ideas of creating wealth, totally at odds with how I had been brought up. But they inspired in me hope and they gave me so many examples of how others had done it. And I started to really believe that I could do this too. In a few short years, things were turned around and it was really some very simple actions that were responsible for that by educating myself, by taking action day in, day out. After my children would go to bed, I would sit on the couch and pull my study out and start to work through the modules, do my homework. And in the daytime, I would make the phone calls I needed to, to the insurance company, to the bank, to whoever I needed to get my ducks in a row. And very slowly but surely, things started to change. Our income coming in didn't, but what was going out was very conscious. And I started to track everything that was coming in and everything that was going out. I had been doing this up to that point, but I now did it much more consciously. And I started to notice things that I never noticed before. I started to see little pieces of money that were squeaking out, that when I stopped that flow, it created a little bit more space, a bit more room to breathe. I also started to assign a small amount, 20 euros, to investing. Because I was very much of the mindset that if I just focused on the debt and focused on what was coming in and out, then that wasn't really going to move me forwards. And even though that amount was such a small amount, it started the habit of investing every month. And over time, that amount moved from 20 euro to 50% of our income as less started to go out as I tidied things up. And then I was able to start generating more coming in. So that, that gap started to widen to a point where I had an emergency fund in place. I knew with ease that everything was covered. Any ad hoc expenses that would pop up, I had provision for those. Things were starting to settle. And just as they started to settle, we decided to move countries to a place where the taxation was a lot lower. 
And so that also increased significantly the spare money that we had available. Shortly after this point, COVID struck. And that was something that has obviously affected us all in many different ways. In our home, it was a devastating blow. Our only income overnight was wiped out. My husband at the time was an airline pilot and obviously travel was stopped immediately. So the government here had no furlough. His company did not pay him. So overnight, we went from a solid salary to zero. We were receiving £200 per week for a family of five. This in no way was enough to cover our mortgage or feed the children ourselves and cover our bills. But because of the work I'd done before, it was possible for us to cover those. We had that emergency fund and we could put our oxygen masks on and make a plan as to how we were going to get out of this. My instinctive reaction was to start looking more down the investment route. Property was always something that intrigued me, but how I had done property previously was very hands-on and I didn't enjoy it. I knew I wanted to get into it in a bigger way, but I wanted it to be in a way that didn't involve me interacting with the tenants and dealing with it in a hands-on way. So I spent quite some time researching various strategies, various geographic locations. And in the end, we chose to invest in the northeast of England. And in the space of two years, we have acquired eight buy-to-let units. They are netting about between £350 and £500 per month after our mortgage and the letting fee. So I started to put the money that I had to good use, and it started to generate a very handsome cash flow. In that time also, I established an Airbnb as part of our home, and that also started to generate cash flow. I set up a financial wellness academy in an effort to support other women who found themselves in similar situations, stuck in relationships that didn't serve them, stuck in jobs that didn't serve them, stuck in situations that sucked the life out of their soul. This was how I had felt myself. Sadly, during that time also, I realized that my financial dependence was creating a difficult situation in my marriage. And I made the difficult decision to divorce after spending half my lifetime with my husband. So now I had to find a further level to uplevel my income, to be able to stand on my own two feet. And this was a really scary time. It was a time where I really had to dig deep and figure out how was I going to be able to provide for the children in the way that I wanted, with no dependence on anybody, with no reliance, and regardless of how things played out. It was a testing time, but it was a satisfying time to know that I had all the resources within me to make those provisions that I needed, to give myself and my children the level of safety and security, and the level of financial wellness that I desired for myself and them. I modeled financial wellness all through that time with them, through the highs and the lows. And as a result, an unexpected result, one I didn't plan for, is that I now see them modeling financial wellness to their peers, living it as they've seen me live it. 
And that is the greatest legacy that I can create. So if you found yourself in a situation where you don't have the financial wellness level that you desire, perhaps money is causing you stress, anxiety. It's robbing you of the life that you want to live. It's preventing you from doing some of the amazing things that you really want to do. So I'd encourage you to give yourself a little bit of time to, first of all, understand really clearly what is it that financial wellness looks like for you. It's vital that you have clarity before you take any action as to what it looks like, because most of us sleepwalk through our lives. We go on automatic pilot and walk from job to job and event to event and month to month, week to week. And we don't take the time to reflect as to how financial wellness looks like for us. What would we like? So I'd encourage you to take a little bit of time after listening to this podcast and reflect on what that looks like for you. If you had the financial wellness you desire, what would you do? Where would you live? Who would you be? What are the kind of things that would fill your day? How would you feel? And when you have clarity on that, then start to take baby steps to get there. Maybe include yourself in a tribe that exudes this type of behavior. It's very difficult to live financial wellness when we are surrounded by financial desperation examples. So surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals is so important. It makes the world of difference. And if that's not possible for you, at a minimum, surround yourself with podcasts, with books, with other materials and other ways of filling your mind and really making you believe that it is absolutely possible. If I've managed to do this from a place of financial desperation and challenging situations, and with more recent challenges in terms of financial de desperation and our dependence in a relationship, then you absolutely can do this too. I can fully believe that this is accessible to everyone, including you. You need to believe that. And if you don't believe it right now, take the belief that I have in you and understand it is 100% possible for you to attain this. And it starts with a baby step. The baby step is listening to this podcast and really feeling the difference it can make when you truly believe that you can achieve the financial wellness you desire. If you'd like to reach out and connect with me online, I'm on LinkedIn with Katrina Ellis, and I'm also on Facebook under Financial Wellness Academy page. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your story. Feel free to drop me an email at katrina at financialwellnessacademy.co.uk and share with me what your greatest takeaway was from this episode. Thank you for listening. And I wish you every success in achieving that financial wellness that you desire. For more information on this week's guest, visit the episode notes section on awakenyoursoulpodcast.com. 
And if you'd like to share your story with us, click the share your story section on awakenyoursoulpodcast.com and complete the submission form. The best way to never miss an episode is to subscribe to the podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or wherever you stream podcasts. To show additional support for the show, visit the Buy Me a Coffee link in the notes of this episode or become a supporter through Spotify. Your support contributes to the production of this show. Sundays and soulful stories go hand in hand. So join us next week for another life-changing story that will awaken your soul.